0: Welcome to Nerdy Geeky Freaky, the podcast for all you nerds, geeks, and freaks. This is episode 3, The Trilogy, and I'm
1: William. I'm Danica. And I am Mike, and unlike most trilogies, this one's going to be pretty freaking awesome. Yeah! 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 Alright, little note. We got your message messages. We're going to keep this one a little bit shorter. Slim it
2: down. Slim Good.
1: it down a little bit, exactly. More Danica too. Oh,
2: yes.
0: Yes. Okay, and we're going to start this off with William. Uh, we're to do um, Nerdy News Headlines of January. Forgive William.
1: He's not good at reading off the teleprompter, unlike Ron Burgundy. The first five. The first five?
0: And let's start with number five. Five. You did a new X-Men cast for Days of Apocalypse.
1: Days of Apocalypse? You mean X-Men Apocalypse? Days of Apocalypse. Days of Apocalypse. Okay. Uh, he probably doesn't remember names because he can't remember names to save his life. Uh, the cast, as announced, is Ty Sheridan from a little indie movie called *Mud* is going to be playing the new Cyclops Scott Summers. Alexandra Shipp, a kind of a relative unknown, she was in a made-for-TV movie and a TV show on Nickelodeon. I think it was Nickelodeon. I don't know. Uh, she's going to be uh, Storm, the new Storm, no more Halle Berry. And our new Jean Grey. Is the most famous redhead from Westeros uh, Sophie Turner A.K.A. Sansa Stark She will be Our brand new Jean Grey And hopefully they get her right Uh, So what do you guys think about The casting
2: It's going to be hard seeing her Not as Sansa Stark For a moment When she's first playing that I'm going to think Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. And then I'm like Oh okay As long as she does a good job
0: (laughs) As long as she does a good job Yeah (laughs) I hope it's going to be like um, when we saw The Fantastic Four, Johnny Storm, turning mm-hmm. into Captain America. I thought it was terrible, but he pulled it off, and you don't even see Johnny Storm when he's playing Captain America. Hopefully it's just like that with the Stark, when you don't see Game of Thrones when you're looking at her.
1: I'm just going to have a little hard time. I hope her English accent is pretty good, but look, those Brits can do our accent like nothing. It's just the opposite. We can barely we can hardly really do their Accent, right? They Except for Danica. Right.
2: They do it all right.
1: Except for Danica, but that's because you practiced. You have practiced for I like a long the, time.
2: Like to practice after Game of Thrones. I repeat
0: what
1: they say. Oh. Winter <laughs> is coming. That's as much British as I can go. Oh, what were you gonna say, Will?
0: Oh, it's just taking place in the last movie. It had all the original cast. They're just dimming no, it down.
1: No, it's uh, the way they they did it. It's like a new trilogy uh, based on the first class era where it was, the first one was in the 60s, the second one was in the 70s, and this third one, which is going to end out the trilogy or possibly start a new franchise, is going to be in the 80s. Oh,
0: so it's not in that year or whatever Wolverine left off at in the last one? No, I don't that really know fu- what they're going to do. Because that was like the future. Because mm-hmm. everyone – he had a hover chair, Professor Xavier. So that was the future that could have been, and mm-hmm. they turned it into that. So it's going to be in the 80s where they all have, they're all young actors. It's mm-hmm. not – Everyone from the originals, which makes yeah. sense. I like it, as long as it's fresh faces mm-hmm. and
1: stuff. And I really like the casting of Scott, uh, Ty Sheridan because he's uh, he's been in a couple of indie movies, and I saw Mud. He was opposite Matthew McConaughey, uh, pre-Oscar McConaughey, and he was really good in that movie. Like he held his own against a really top-notch actor. So I'm excited to see what he does with the character of didn't Cyclops.
2: They have, didn't they have Jubilee
1: in the '80s? In the '80s, she's been in like I in and have- out of that franchise since the beginning like they had her like more comic booky y character or more cartoony character like with the glasses and everything uh, yeah, she was a mall rat from the 90s that was a yeah. thing yeah. and but she she was in there for like a little cameo appearance in uh in the first one mm-hmm. and no then way. supposedly in the other three and i never you have to really pay attention <laughs> to find her apparently she's a vampire now in the comics yeah oh yeah i read about that <laughs> when i was reading up on blade okay number four what's number four number four is jurassic
0: world's theories for the new Jurassic World movie.
2: Jurassic World theories? This yeah. is the neekest well, topic.
0: Let's see. What are the Jurassic theories? World. God, that preview looked good. I haven't seen the new one, so i got to see the new one. Yeah, so you have to see the new one, the Super Bowl spot. But anyway.
2: The, the, the theories going on is from the Super Bowl trailer, we see that the Velociraptors, look to they appear to be trained. Everybody was on Indominus Rex, the D-Rex, as a hybrid. And... Then till we saw that preview, the trailer, everybody's attention turned to. Wait a minute! It looks like the Velociraptors are being trained, and then they're running with a bike when he's. Yeah,
1: taking I heard them a lot of a... people getting mad about that, saying online like saying you can't train Velociraptors. <laughs> the best comment I've ever heard, the the response, the best response I heard about that is like, one, you don't know that.
0: Exactly you've never they're, you ever... they're just like wolves, yes you can train them yeah especially, especially little... if you train them from babies yeah you got a little cute picture of babies like snuggling up on mm-hmm. them and stuff
1: exactly. the reason why the ones from the original uh, move, set of movies were so vicious and feral is because they were not trained they yeah, were they're meant wild. to be like yeah, they were meant to be like feral creatures you're supposed to watch them in their natural habitat, but I think they kind of realized you know what we reproduced a bunch of dinosaurs and we have like no security measures whatsoever let's train a bunch of vicious animals of our own and call them guard dogs but anyway, yeah, what,
2: exactly
1: what uh, well th-
2: what my theory is on it that i've been looking up online this is theory is, right now yes this not is fact. theory this is not fact well let, let's look at the book and a particular sequence in the book has been brought to light where dr Wu and uh hammond debate over genetically modifying the dinosaur's The novel depicts where Dr. Wu wants to provide the public with a more domesticated dinosaurs that aren't as rough or visually shocking. In other words, a petting zoo. So while Hammond's vision was a bit more like adrenaline friendly, he just wanted them as they were. And then so Dr. Wu, now that Hammond's gone, uh, is...
0: Is he like just training? Doing what he wants to do. Basically. Yeah, he's doing
2: what he wants to do. He wants to genetically modify all these animals, all these uh, dinosaurs, mm. and make them more tameable as well. Makes so.
1: sense. I mean, you got from the second one a giant T Rex eating a bunch of civilians. Bad PR. Yes. How they get the got this park open is beyond me. I mean, like, I thought, I would figure in, if this was in the real world, Jurassic World would be, like, up to their neck in lawsuits for decades. Yeah, but
0: that's, I don't know. It's... They don't. Ha- they have something that no one else has. Well,
1: supposedly this
0: one is isn't just
1: set thirty years into the is set thirty years and or not thirty years, uh, fifteen years after the second one or ten years. I forget. I forget. So it's they could have
2: that. That not like nowadays. I didn't hear about that.
1: No, no, it is in present time, and present they're using time. the the. Actual time between the last movie and today. Yeah, because it was oh. 90s, right? No, no, the last movie was in like the early 2000s, oh, yeah, I think. Oh, I think it was
0: the first one, yeah. The
1: third one. I think the, everyone kind of wants to forget the third one, but they got to kind of reference it a little the bit. The ringtone <laughs>
0: drove me nuts. The what? Like, uh, the ringtone that you hear throughout the movie that the dinosaur eats and you track the Spinosaurus oh, through the ringtone? Yes.
1: Is it the, isn't it the Nokia one or something? It like? probably is. Oh, yeah, It was whatever that, popular the
0: Nokia.
1: phone. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, what's number uh, three?
0: Yeah, so number three, just I heard about it today, Zelda, The Legend of Zelda TV series exclusively to Netflix. It's I don't know a lot of people are fan about it, but The Wall Street Journal reports that, and Wall Street Journal is reputable.
1: Yes. that is not so it's, some I, guy in I his basement. Them that's just not. That's not some Nintendo nerd in his basement being like, Oh my God, you know what would be awesome
0: if Zelda was on Netflix. Yeah, it's. I, they had a cartoon series from the '90s that was on the Superhero um, Super Mario Super Show, mm-hmm. and that was good. It went to DVD, but uh, they've said that Netflix is working closely with the Nintendo developers, which is going to be a live action series that's going to go straight to Netflix, where um, Link saves Hyrule and the princess. With more details, they haven't really gotten, but basically, it's A Legend of Zelda live action. I don't know who's going to be the cast. I saw someone earlier, but I don't know if it's an official. But... That's probably just some fan yeah, it's casting some fan type of thing. Stuff. If you were to see William right
1: now, he, you could tell he's definitely excited for the Zelda movie because he's kind of fun. Zelda out. I'm always... Hyrule jacket, Zelda. Zelda belt buckle with the Triforce on top. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How are
2: they going to do this the live action? Live I, action series? I have
1: a feeling it's going to be like, kind of like make it more like Lord of the Rings slash Game of Thrones. They said
0: but... it's going to be a more... Like Game of Thrones, but more family friendly. So it's gonna have that. Don't compare it to Game of Thrones. They did.
1: They did. You can't throw out Game of Thrones and say family friendly. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's kind of. That's like saying I'm gonna make a porn, but I'm gonna make it family friendly. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm gonna kill people,
2: but
1: it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Well, I mean, you can you can get away (laughs) with
0: killing a bunch of people in a family friendly way.
1: It's just everything else. Well, They can just you know how in the game Game when you kill a
0: moblin they just like turn into a flash of light. Stuff oh, like that. okay. It can be very family-friendly, done okay, well, but... quick,
1: quick little theory, because you guys are the bigger Zelda fans. How do you think they're going to... Do you think they're going to stay true to the video game, or do you think they're going to take some liberties certain certain areas? I, I
2: do not think they will. I think they're going to branch off from it, mm-hmm. do their own thing a little bit, but...
0: I think Netflix is doing really well with Marvel shows that they're coming out with soon that sound really good, mm-hmm. and other exclusive to Netflix shows. I think Nintendo is going to be really on top of this, the way how Super Mario Brothers, the movie, they just said, do what you want with these <laughs> characters, and it came out okay for fans of that age, but they talked about never again. I was a
1: child when that movie came out, so I loved it. It was good, yeah. but
0: it literally, if you don't call them Mario and Luigi, it's a different movie. Mm-hmm. But well, I like, think Mario,
1: have... Mario, Mario.
0: Mario, Mario. Luigi, Mario. But I think it's going to be, they're going to have a close look. The Ajimoto is going to be closely on this. Like, mm-hmm. you can't have... You have to look like this. You have to you have to look like this. Maybe even some stuff that's going to talk about the new game that's going to come out.
1: Well, I'm kind of hoping if they do it, they somehow manage to make it live in a way where... Not practical effects, but maybe try to... I think it's going to be probably practical because they probably don't have the... They're probably not going to have the budget to do motion capture. Like, Netflix got money. I don't know, but... Well. In and Nintendo? A, in a series like this where... I mean, yeah, it's going to have a lot of... Fan appreciation, but I don't think they're going to be able to bust out the like five million dollar budget no, no, for no. a season. That, that for yeah. one episode probably that would be for motion capture. Unless
2: it does really well the first season, oh and then, then they'll the next start season yeah. they might they might do it, it where
1: so. they might do like a first season where it's like just his journey to find Princess Zelda. Yeah, and just make it a long show, anything. a long arc. Please mm-hmm. make it a long arc. But they don't show anything like any of the main villains. Who's the main villain of
0: Zelda? Ganon.
1: Gammon. They'll show him until like season two when they when they see that it's like it's, it's a dark shadow, yeah, and they can like
0: yeah because they have um, people the who are uh, the the guy is usually the bad guy behind the bad guy. They mm-hmm. just have wizards kidnapping stuff and you other find villains. out later other, and other villains temples. like I the Mandarin if and Iron Man three
2: into the series like him going oh, to yeah. different temples each, you
0: know cliffhangers and stuff. Yep. That's what I want. Okay, what's number two on two right now on oh. three. Oh, two. We're on, two. Yeah, We're two. on two. two. And thing is, they're talking about Marvel is talking about cancelling and killing off comic book characters they do not own movie rights to. Which, which is far-fetched, but... It's it's a little paranoid, yeah. comic paranoid, but... This is it's comic book conspiracy theory I've been hearing about this from a lot of places. Because Wolverine... sources? Yes. Okay. Wolverine's been dead already. Mm-hmm. They, they, but it's official. Wolverine
1: and anybody in Marvel's
0: died like a million times. Yeah, mm. but that's the Mar- Wolverine's the biggest comic book mm-hmm. character. You know, you got Superman, Batman from Marvel. He's in everything. Oh, the main guy, the main guy, but he's in movies. They want to just they don't want to basically um, sponsor and have like press for characters that they can't make that movie money off of.
1: It makes sense because there's like it's- the statistic that. Comic book fans aren't
0: really a majority to the
1: uh, comic book movie. Yeah, they don't want
0: to put Marvel movie, uh, Marvel money, mm-hmm. like have a billboard for something they can't make a movie out of. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. they're oh, already—it's official—they're can't—they're ending the series of Fantastic Four. That's one of their well big ones. But that—that's actually not one of their big ones. Uh,
1: they did a poll. Uh, Comicsology did a poll in... and. Them in, in the month of January or the month of December I can't remember when, but only two hundred and fifty thousand copies of uh, Fantastic Four were sold.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know anyone that reads Fantastic Four. So I don't that know that could be but a, it's like grand a grand debut. Yeah.
1: They'll probably they'll probably cancel this run they're on, and if if this is true,
0: it's suspicious. Yes, it's,
1: but they always they just cancel She Hulk too because her run wasn't doing so well.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I don't know anyone who reads She Hulk, but they're also um talking about killing off Deadpool too. And also, which I'm not, I'm a huge Deadpool fan, fan, been reading for years, but they're talking about doing that. And also with the Inhuman problem that's going on on Earth, they're talking about being that the new mutants. Well,
1: this is where I have to wait. put in my two cents. Uh, they, you know, we all know that Inhumans is coming to the, to the live, to the big screen in 2017 or 18. I can't remember it's when. It's 18. 18, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the what I've always felt that Marvel should do since they don't have the rights to the mutant characters and they apparently only have Quicksilver and, and uh Scarlet Witch. I have something to add to that too. Make them inhumans. They are. Yeah. And then this whole thing that whatever the the uh what do they call the Hydra subsection that is the Baron von Strucker or whatever his name is? He's the leader of the of Hydra's secret uh AIM? Not AIM. I don't remember what they're called and what it's called. They did it at the end of the Captain America Winter Soldier, the end credit scene. But anyway, they they make an entire, like, subspecies of Inhumans. And Inhumans are Marvel's, Marvel movie, Marvel Studios' answer to mutants. It's their mutants. And from what you're seeing, it sounds like they're going to kill off all the mutants. Which, wouldn't be so smart... For like fan reasons,
0: they already done it. They
1: killed off well, yeah mutants for a while. Um, Thank you. They kill off everybody. But my, my point is, uh, just create new characters, call them inhumans, but give them basically
0: similar powers to mutants. Miss Marvel. They just did a new Miss Marvel where she's an inhuman.
1: But I thought Miss Marvel had like she's the powers Captain of a, god or of a space god or something like that. She
0: has um, it's not Chiar, It's um, not. It's Cree. She has Cree DNA in her. So she has the. She can fly and she can absorb energy and shoot it out. Mm. But. They're just. She's calls uh, Captain Marvel now. For the Captain Marvel who sacrificed himself to save her, she's honoring him. So yeah, they have a new Ms. Marvel. She's a teenage girl and she's an inhuman. Because mm. basically, inhumans are people who, millions of years ago or thousands of years ago, their DNA was changed by these um, godlike beings that came to Earth, and now um, they can all, they look human. They live in um, in space. On they, the moon, right? On the moon, close to the moon, and um, moonwalkers. Moonwalkers, yes. <laughs> so when they get uh, introduced to this special kind of gas, Daywalker. they walk. Uh, turn into an egg, go into an egg, a cocoon-like egg. And sometimes it doesn't have an effect on them. Sometimes it's just, it is visual. Sometimes it's not. But that's that, this gas ex, um, escaped when they, the, their whole city crashed onto Earth. A couple, I think it was last year, a couple months ago. So this gas escaped. And there are regular people as, with that DNA in them who are just breathing in the gas. And there's been eggs and this mutants, not mutants, inhumans popping up all over the place, basically just replacing all the mutants that were taken away from Marvel a while ago. And then,
1: ago. didn't Marvel just do that whole thing a couple of years ago where Scarlet Witch? That was it. They, basically wiped out all mutants. Yeah.
0: Nets oh Stripped it.
1: them of their powers, depowered them, or something. Not killed them. Just yeah. Like, so I don't know no how long
0: aliens. this has been talking about. mate because it sounds,
1: it sounds plausible, plausible in a way. Probably, yes. Because they not can't official, make movies,
0: but... but at the same
1: time, I mean, I know the 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 comic fan ba- comic book fan base doesn't make up a big majority of the general audience that go see these big budget comic book movies, which pisses a lot of comic book fans off. They're like, "What do you mean Wait, we're not the majority?" Wait, like,
2: this is from our stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It,
1: it's dear to them. It yeah. is dear to them. I understand where where this protection comes from, like not wanting their the comics they grew up on that probably helped them through a lot of crap being canceled by Marvel. So yeah, I kind of hope upset. it's not real, but at the same time, it makes sense.
0: Money-wise.
1: Money-wise, especially no. since, let's just face it, the comic book, uh, comic book profits aren't what they used to be or ever have been, probably. Uh,
0: been they kind
1: of spike every now and then. I was talking to the local comic book guy. He says he uh, – he thought he was going to, when he opened up a shop here, he thought he was only going to last six months, and he's been here already three years. Yes, yeah,
0: the, the movies, movies haven't been helping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and,
1: he says they, they help a little bit, but it's still not like... Yeah, you ain't getting that money, yeah. He's not selling a million copies of Batman every month. I don't know, read more comics, kids. Mm-hmm. Read, more, read your comics, Slammed. save... This is, <laughs> this is Marvel's way of telling you, you don't read our crap, we're just going to cancel it. Yeah. So read it. Read so, it.
0: That's a rumor. I'm hoping it's not true. Yeah, rumor. But, preface or, it. It is a rumor. So, we'll true. see. Time yeah.
2: will tell.
0: Yeah, and time will tell. Number one story number of one January. is Spider-Man might return back to Marvel. Mm, and this is a story I
1: I read up on. It's uh, a rumor, not fact, but it's from a reputable source, Latino Review, who has a record of uh, they
2: have a being good on record. track.
1: They have a good record. They have a good record with the stories. And the only reason this is even a, a plausible rumor is because it's been coming from multiple sources for the same story. It's not like, you know, the whole... Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but there's a couple rumors. They knew Ben that,
0: Affleck. They picked Ben Affleck mm-hmm. as Batman. Well, whatever. I mean, yeah. No, like
1: way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But anyway, um, it's not like one of those rumors that get spread around that, like, say, for example, uh... uh Thanos is Thor's dad. Is uh, not the word. Uh, Thanos is Hulk's dad, and it goes like through different like sub channels of Rumorville where it just changes to where it ends up being. Thanos is Hulk's brother. Like yeah, it just it, it They're playing like, telephone. Yeah,
0: they're playing telephone with it.
1: Yeah, it's like childhood like whisper, like whisper into your if your friends here, like, and they gets here like I say, hey, tell William he's. Not cool. And it turns out it goes to everyone. and It's like and it. Yeah, cool. Williams Link. What? That's what yeah. it turns. Williams Link. I'm casted Williams. in the new Netflix episode. Yes. Thank anyway, you. <laughs> anyway, but the the rumor, is, the basic rumor is that the thought is that after the whole Sony situation with Amazing Spider-Man Two not doing as well as they thought, it still made money, but it didn't do. I thought it was
0: one of the best comic book to movies. I know Spider-Man, I don't know, Spider-Man movies. I don't know
1: what you were smoking, but anyway. Uh, um. It didn't please fans. This is basically what I'm saying. It didn't please a, a majority of fans to make them be like to go because they were projecting that movie to make a billion, and it clearly didn't get close to making a billion because it wasn't repeatable. That's how they track it. Is if a, if they keep going back to it, like the first Avengers. The reason why I broke a billion is because everybody went back and oh, saw it multiple times. Of course, it, like, we're, we're waiting for that game, that movie. I'm going to see
0: Avengers: Age of years. Ultron,
1: like probably. Yeah. Three times, even if it sucks. Yeah. Just just to hear Ultron. But anyway, uh, the Spider-Man. thinking is, uh, everything that happened with the Sony hacks and everything the Spidey Summit, Sony is hurting financially, and their most profitable property is Spider-Man.
0: Exactly what happened to Marvel in the yeah. early nineties yeah they, they were sell selling off. they sold sold off everything
1: they barely even they barely got most of the rights back. the only ones they had were Iron Man Thor Captain America Indian the ones giving
0: spider man back
1: yeah the only- the only ones that nobody had made movies about movies of but anyway uh the reason why i'm like i like I'm saying the reason why I'm giving this some thought and hope is because. It's not like he's going to be in the next Avengers or he's not going to be in Captain America. Everyone's been saying, oh, Spider-Man's going to be in Captain America's Civil War. No. He's he's going to show up in the post, in the after credits. What they're thinking is if the deal went through with Sony, which were, they were going to not loan out Spider-Man, but sell Spider-Man back to Marvel for cheap because they are they are hurting financially. And they got that Disney money now, too. And they got oh, yeah. that Disney money. I mean, are you kidding me? They bought Star Wars. Of course they can afford Spider-Man. Uh, and... He's gonna show up in Avengers: Infinity War Part Two as like not a cameo, and then maybe a cameo, or maybe a central character. And then after that, he is going to have his his first standalone movie, and it's not going to be Andrew Garfield. They're gonna
0: reboot the character. I like Andrew Garfield. He looked like Peter Parker.
1: Yeah, but yeah. it just it it's the only it's the only way they can go clean is just to reboot the character Ugh. again
0: for the fifth time.
1: Uh and he's going to be He'll in watch. Phase 4 of Marvel's cinematic universe. Oh, yeah. I mean, it sounds... That's, like, way down the road. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's like... It, they're not going to be done with Phase 3 until 2019, so... The next Spider... I mean, they could still make the next Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 3, through Sony. It could bomb, and then they'll have no choice to sell it, and I this plan can still go through. Yeah, because,
2: like like, uh, take it. Take, take Spider-Man.
1: Because yeah, the way I yeah. see it, They still—they haven't even started writing the script for uh, Infinity War Part One or Two yet, so that's why I kind of have—I kind of find it hard to believe they haven't even started writing the script. How can they plan for Spider-Man to be in it? But my thinking is they're gonna wait, see what Sony plans to do with the character, and if they decide, if Sony decides, it's just the way I see it. If Marvel, if Disney buys Sony, then we have no problem because they. Then in turn, buy the rights back to
0: uh, um, that's a lot Spider-Man. to go just for Spider Man now.
1: Like I said, they're hurting
0: financially. I mean, yeah, but to the buy the only
1: profitable, they could can... it happens. Companies merge all the time. Um, I guess they're if they're hurting, PlayStation bad enough, 5 yeah. sponsored by Disney, yeah, basically. <laughs> if they're hurting bad wow. enough and Disney approaches them with an offer to buy their film section, not not just their film studio, not everything, not Sony as the entire company, but if they just come and offer them, offer to buy, to merge Sony with Disney for, let's mm, say, amount. Uh, An amount. $10 billion. $100 billion. Anyway, probably anywhere between 20 to $30 billion. They can merge, maybe less, depending on how bad they're hurting. Um, and in turn, Disney absorbs any... Film rights that Sony has, which includes Spider Man. So Spider Man would then go back to the fray. I guess, yeah, good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. What's
0: next? Next, we have the movie review. This month, we reviewed Back to the Future 2. I didn't do my homework. You didn't? Eh, it's fine. It's a I've good movie. seen that movie a bunch of times. I don't need to Great do my homework. Movie. The movie this is takes... an honor
1: of the, of the fact that we are
0: in the future. In the future. It takes place in the distant year of 2015. Where's my wow. damn flying car? And where's my Bird 2000? I don't know what you guys are
2: talking about. I got a flying
0: car. She's got a flying car. She one. earned it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You earned it. I got a flying carpet. Beat that. Flying carpet? Yeah.
1: My best friend. Like a dog. Okay, so... If you haven't seen Back to the Future Part Two, first off, I hate you. Second off, you're missing out on the
0: best... Good trilogy, right?
1: Well, the second... Uh, of second the trilogy, great, yeah. but I think overall the better of the of the three. I,
0: I like the first one, but the second. one... I like the one's... first
1: one too, but it's... I just thought that the second one was so much better. Not just because of the fact that it was in the future, but because like there was so much going on. Yeah, it, back and forth between There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, and I have yeah. the box set, and I was watching the behind the scenes future, and they were talking about an actual quantum physicist who studies the theory of time travel said that. He could have just been saying this cuz they paid him, but why do you standing up? I'm standing up?
0: up. Finish your I'm going to I'm I have some complaints about this movie, which is that But go on, go on. He's an actual quantum physicist. I heard about this. Go on. And he says that Back to the Future has one of the
1: more accurate portrayals of uh time travel except for the whole uh 1.21 gigawatt gigawatts. Gigawatts. Gigawatts because he said the amount of 1. power – 1.21
0: 21 1.21 gigawatts! 21 gigawatts.
1: Uh, the amount of power it'll actually take the power a time machine would be far beyond 1.21 gigawatts. That's true. The flux capacitor. The flux capacitor. But 8. the flux capacitor.
2: 100,000 gigawatts.
0: 121,000 gigawatts. <laughs> but anyway, what are your complaints? For? Okay, the one thing that I didn't like about this movie, I like it a lot. But the part that time travel and this physicist, in quotes, is that... Okay, remember the part where old Biff steals the DeLorean? Let me go. Okay. okay. He steals the DeLorean. <laughs> and he goes back in time because he recognized it from 1985 at, mm-hmm. the end of the, uh, at the beginning of the first movie. He gives the Grey's automa- a- Almanac mm-hmm. to young Biff. Technically, by the laws of Doc Brown... He can no longer return to the future to place the car back on the street for them to pick it up because that future that Doc Brown said no longer exists. He showed this whole example on the chalkboard. That's why they couldn't go back and stop, stop it. Stop this. Yes. So, but actually, it's, but other than that mm. being total garbage. Oh, I just
1: have the perfect rebuttal for that. What? The perfect rebuttal. You're going to argue time travel here. I am going to argue time. We're going to argue theoretical tra- time travel. I have another problem. The reason wrong. why. Biff was able to return to that timeline... Doc is full of shit. No. It's because, technically, that timeline still exists until Biff returns to the future because at any given moment, he could have been stopped, technically. That timeline could... Or, even better, um, Biff was finishing off his timeline and when he got there and they went back to the 1985 that changed it, it the entire timeline that biff knew just obliterated it oh if that's true then, then why didn't they it, why didn't it could have just taken taken time and they could have gone out of time out of there before it completely imploded
0: that's the whole thing that like doc brown doesn't know how time travel works because he's still new at it so he doesn't know for true. sure this thing can happen because in a deleted scene after old man biff comes back You know where he's like Mm. he feels like he's Ah. hurt. He hurt himself. He's actually changing his future that he doesn't exist. Like in the first movie, so there's deleted scene where he's hiding behind a car, and Mm. he like slowly like leans down and he's dying. You see him die right on screen. He fades away into death. So technically, I guess if that (laughs) physics works with time travel, that then just Doc Brown doesn't know what he's talking about. And
1: he even says it in the first one when uh, he can't. Oh no! In the second one, when he goes back and when he goes back to 1965, and he uh, tells him not to run into other Marty from 1965, that it will create a paradox and and destroy the entire Once universe. Once again, something else. It's a
0: theory. It's a, it's theory. Just a theory. Even though Nobody... he's scaring us and uh, poor Marty, mm-hmm. even though that's not true. And after in the what was it? The first half of the movie, Jennifer. His girlfriend sees her older self, so they know that time nothing's gonna, time doesn't explode. But yet later in the movie, he's telling you, don't look at, don't make contact with uh, your other self because something we already know that's not going to happen is still going to happen. So he doesn't really know.
1: I like the time cop theory of running into your old self and time travel. It's the same matter can't occupy the same space, so if you touch your old self, you – Well, they didn't ever touch. Maybe that was it. They Maybe. fainted and – they fainted. Separated. And yeah. if you think about it, they fainted right away, so they could have just both thought they were hallucinating. If they had stayed, talked to each other, maybe some paradox Longer. crap would have would have happened. Especially yeah. like, like, oh, with her. With me. The like under self, I mean, if she says anything related to the future that could change her view of the future, that creates a paradox that's in of itself. But it was, it was a good movie. That creates the second timeline that Doc's saying. Well, that's
0: alternate reality. It was still a good movie. But yeah, good movie. They had a lot of cool stuff, like yeah. showing... How um, his city was different in the future. Like, they had different stuff. And mm-hmm. How did you like it, Danica?
2: I liked it. I didn't watch
0: it. You didn't watch, watch it? This You're just going off nostalgia, huh? See, off, i didn't. Like, when
2: I saw it last.
0: I'm not the only it's one who did you... I didn't oh, do my homework.
2: didn't do my homework. I'm sorry.
0: It's fine. It's a good movie. <laughs> I <laughs> watched
1: no, it. I, no. watched. I forgot. Okay. I haven't watched it in a while.
2: Did you
0: guys give it a review? A rating?
1: Oh, I give it... Seven flying DeLoreans out of se- out of ten.
2: I give it. I'll go a little higher than you. I'll give it eight.
0: Eight? I got eight. it. At nine flux capacitors. That's a nine
1: for me. Seven. Eight, eight, nine. Why do I give it seven? Why do I give it seven? I'll tell you why I give it seven. Because I still can't get over the whole music scene where you can obviously tell Marty's lip syncing. Yeah, that's. It, it just it, it annoys
0: me. But it had a good I, inside joke with it. We're Chuck Berry's cousin. Oh, yeah. It's me, your cousin. Chuck, Marvin Berry.
1: Marvin. Marvin Berry. I think I found that new sound you're looking for.
0: Oh, forgive me. Yeah, it's it's good. That was an inside joke. But that's yeah, some stuff good. I looked it up that uh, Christian Glover actually sued. Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover, yeah. Crispin. Crispin. With a man. P. Um, Crispy. Actually yeah. sued the filmmakers. That's hilarious. Yeah, well, it's because...
1: He had, um, in the first one, him and Robert Zemeckis did not get along at all. He was too. He he wasn't supposed to be as quirky as he was. That's a
0: stupid name. That too.
1: But he he felt that the character. He improvised most of that quirkiness. Like, that wasn't at all Robert Zemeckis' direction in the first one. And he got pissed. He got mad. And so when the second one came along, he didn't want him back. So they used. Stock footage from the first one yeah, for that first scene. For, no, no, mean? no. It wasn't that. It was because they're he's they're allowed to use stock footage as long as they his oh,
0: likeness, right?
1: Yeah the the scene where uh, they could have just killed him off, but they decided to that's play not with the killed fact killed
0: him off in the future because it was supposed to be a no, no. They right
1: could have killed him off. They never they didn't kill him off in the future. He his character was in there, but what it is is they had a a double.
0: Yeah, when he's upside
1: down. Yeah, when he's upside down. That was a double. First that was a double, and then they used prosthetics to make him look like Crispin Glover. And they're supposed to pay him likeness rights for that, and they decided not to. Because at the time, the actors union, the Screen Actors Guild, uh, didn't have any bylaws preventing likeness issues. So what happened is after he sued them, they did instill those bylaws that say a studio cannot alter someone's appearance to look like the character without paying them and he was he know. was given money for that after the lawsuit so hmm. and him and him money. and yeah him and robert zemeckis ended up making up f- like 20 years later he uh played uh what's his name in the beowulf cgi movie
0: what he, he played
1: uh, he played the monster what was the monster thing Grim- grendel grendel Grendel, Grendel, there you go. I was gonna say Grendel. Oh, that Rundle. scream! You're right. <laughs> yeah,
0: that is him. And he he was in the he was in that movie. Guy yeah, looked just as ugly. Yeah. Also, uh, Robert Zemeckis uh, and Bob Gale mm-hmm. have admitted on DVD commentary that the original uh, movie wasn't supposed to be uh, have two other parts. It was just supposed to be a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. That even at the end of uh, two, they had to reshoot it. They wanted to get rid of the girlfriend completely because there's no reason for her to be into the future. That's why instantly uh, Doc Brown like kind of like sh- drugs her really fast and stuff because there's and they left her right there and mm-hmm. like. But yeah, so there's spot not supposed yeah. to be. It's supposed to be a joke. The way he flies off, talk about your kids. Mm-hmm. Roads where we're going, we don't need roads. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I wish we had that clip on like. We could just put it in here instead of me trying to sound like Doc Brown.
2: Pause it on the TV, then play it.
0: Hold
1: the microphone.
0: Anyway, what's next? Yeah, so I give that one nine. Flux capacitors.
1: Seven flying DeLoreans. Okay, I'm gonna change up eight flying DeLoreans because I can't hold a grudge just because of bad lip syncing. If I did that for everyone, then most of the people I listen to in songs would just be dead to me.
0: True. So you guys want to do uh, video game
1: reviews? Video game. I'll start first. Yes, because I, I, I didn't do my homework
0: on that either. And I'm a huge, huge, huge Zelda fan. So I reviewed um, for the 3DS, Link um, not Link Between Worlds, Zelda, or is it? Yeah, Link Between Worlds for the 3DS. Awesome game, awesome game. You guys should definitely play if you have a 3DS. It was. I have a 3DS. It's technically, I guess, I would think so, a sequel to Link to the Past. One for the Super Nintendo. It's it's good. It brings um, back the old school Zelda, giving you um, an open opportunity to discover any dungeon in any order you want. So you can pretty much just go. It's it's not how. The, like the newer ones are, where it's pretty much your well, story. Oh, you
2: have to go a certain direction in the new game. You can't yeah. go other
0: places first. Yeah, like Ocarina of Time. That's a lanyard story. But this one, it's like the original. You can go to any dungeon you want, thanks to this new thing. This new guy who um, you meet, uh, Ravio. He's like a, he has a... Rufio, Rufio. I'm sorry. Rufio. It sounded like it. Ravio. He's this guy with a bunny hat on. And basically, he takes over your house, and you can, instead of finding your side weapons in dungeons, you can buy them off him. Like the hookshot or the boomerang, and certain temples you need on an item to enter it. So you can rent it from him, or rent them all, as long as you have the cash. And if you die, he has a little bird who takes him away. So money is really important in this game. But the 3D is like amazing. Uh, the controls are awesome. It's just a smooth and... Every time you take a swing, it really has that sound. You actually have some weight behind it. And the story, story was so good. And an the ending that blew my mind. It, I didn't know this was going to happen, but it was a great ending. It actually makes you want to play other Zelda games. Because they have these little things, um, little octopus people. They're like little um, things you find. There's a hundred in the world. And every time you give it to, I forgot their names... You find at least ten, you give it to their mother, and she upgrades your weapon. That's nice. Yeah, so there's little, like, things everywhere. And there's Easter eggs. Like, everyone knows about the Majora's Mask in Link's house. I don't. Well, you ever played Majora's Mask? I haven't played any Zelda game. Except for that one
1: you let me and I never finished it because I didn't get
0: it. Well, there's this new mechanic where uh, Ravio gives you this bracelet that you can morph into walls, and you can discover new paths that you didn't you know existed in A Link to the Past because it's the same world.
2: Now, how did he get that, though?
0: That's the thing. You don't know how he got it. You just give it. He thinks it's some junk he's just trying to get rid of. So he gives it to you, and you actually...
2: It's not rented, right?
0: No, he gives it to you because okay, he thinks yeah. it's junk. He's all about money. He's very selfish, Ravio. Man. So you find out that the sages that... Back in uh, A Link to the Past, their descendants are actually being captured by a mage and getting turned into paintings, and that actually comes in handy, because when he turns you into a painting after you fight him for the first time, you get stuck into the wall. Then you realize that your bracelet actually can transport you out of the wall.
2: He, he thinks he trapped you, but you're not yeah. really trapped. Which yeah. Which is good. That's convenient.
0: It's, very, it's, it's a very good game. I
2: played a little bit of that.
0: Yeah, you liked the 3D look nice, I right? I liked
2: it. I liked it, but you know what? I, I hated that when you died, your, your weapon, you had to go back to Ravio Yeah. and get it. You're like, oh, man, shoot.
0: But it was a good game. Uh, the puzzles were in the dungeons. It's a very dungeon-like game. So, And they're not super hard, but they're not easy that you can just blow through them. You actually backsta- uh, back go back and figure out how you did it and make sure you got the right weapon. It kind of tells you what kind of weapon it is
1: backtracking I just, it's
0: not know. super it's you're in the dungeon okay it it's all you, you don't just come on one end and come out the other like super easy and blow through the game really fast you actually there's like hidden things in the dungeon that you can upgrade your weapon with that you don't know that's in the dungeon
1: so it's not like Star Wars the Force, Unle- Force, Un- Force, Force Unleashed 2 where it's basically three main no that was maps that you go to for
0: the entire game god that was terrible no I like the action. Anyway. It was a good game. I recommend it. If I get a review, I would give it like a perfect 10. Ravio bracelets. It's a perfect 10 for me. For Zelda Link Between Worlds. That's my uh, video game review you guys want?
2: Review? I have a game review for you. Um, I have a review on Witcher 3. It's an awesome RPG game. It's got excellent graphics. Uh, It's been delayed. And a
1: lot of sex. Has oh, it? yeah, well. The Witcher 2 apparently yeah, has yeah. a lot of sex. Like full frontal demon. Oh, what is, no, that's a.
2: You know what? I haven't played the other ones.
1: I think that's actually a, a Dante's Inferno, where it's got like. Satan's yeah, that was a an R rated face. game, yeah. It's got Satan's dick
0: right in your face. Yeah, that's it's not a pretty sight. Like Grand Theft Auto and um, God of War. Just nudity everywhere.
2: What?
0: Anyway, well, Witcher 3. How was Witcher it, 3? It's,
2: it was supposed to come out this month, but it's been postponed to May 19th as a release date to work on some bugs in the game. But it's got over 100 hours of gameplay and it has 36 different endings that you Jeez. can choose from from the this way you choose to play it.
1: So they took the Lord
0: of the Rings Return of the King route?
2: I like it, though. I think it's pretty good. I'm usually pretty evil.
0: There dragons in it.
2: Or, you know. Oh, I you like, can pick, oh
0: <laughs> like Fable, you can pick good and bad and stuff?
2: I think you it's can choose to decision? be... Yeah, it's based on decision? Yeah. You can choose to be either like like a better person mm-hmm. with, with the, depending of the, of the ending.
1: I actually like decision-based games. I want to yeah. play The Old Republic just so I can Older figure awesome. out if I want to be a Sith or a Jedi. Age.
2: I am very excited about this uh, game. It's, there's got several difficulty levels. Certain uh, creatures will be weaker against different tactics, like potions, oils, and... Uh, so it's like Pokemon. It actually sport. put
0: yeah. some strategy in it.
2: You got to put strategy into fighting different monsters. Structural. And there's uh, 96 animations for combat. You have 96 combat skills.
0: That's you good. Instead you have, of... like,
2: plenty of different moves you can do. Character's design is excellent. It's an open world. It's
0: It open looks great. World. I haven't
2: played it. I'm excited to play it in May. I can't
0: wait. Have you played the second one? Good.
2: I haven't played the other ones, no. Oh, you're
0: just excited for it, huh?
2: I am excited for it, and I want to buy the second one to see how I like
1: it. And see all the sex.
2: Well, no, but uh, I just want to see the gameplay and see... You don't
1: kill dragons, like you kill witches. Them. It's the witcher. This you don't one, kill one dragons? sounds excellent, though. No. Oh, you kill witches. He's a, kill He was witches. a witch hunter. Oh, cool. He's like Isn't he like an immortal witch hunter or something like that? No, he's not mm. immortal. Oh, that's the new well, you Vin Diesel the movie. The second
2: one, you can tell me more. I haven't
1: played I the second one. I just haven't. heard about how much sex is in it. I'm well, sorry, I, I, I
2: haven't even played this. That's
1: actually. just what I've what There's I've action heard. in it too. Yeah, bump chick, wow, wow, action.
2: I'll buy a used version yeah. and see <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: how it goes on that one. But this one's graphics are really good.
1: Is it Xbox yeah. One or PS4? It's,
2: I believe, for both. Oh, for good, both, cool. for both. And um, I have neither. The Graphics are really good. Very crisp. The monsters look great. They're fat jiggles when they're... <laughs> nice. They're moving at you, you know? The so. fat
1: that jiggles. Ah, ah, like me. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> anyway. So it's my turn?
2: It's your turn. That's my game review. I'm your... Uh, I, I can't review it. Oh. I can't. I mean, I can't rate it yet, actually. But,
1: but if you were...
2: If I would, well...
1: No, I can't, I can't give it... A, I
2: can't do it until I've played it.
1: Don't... Put your expectations so high, because if it turns out to be a meh game, you're just going to hate it. No, it looked it. good. I
0: actually wanted to get it a while ago. Uh, that's
1: the second one, at least. Yeah. Speaks to me, too. It, look, it looks pretty good. But anyway, my game review... This is a Batman-themed day for me. Batman. Because my game review is uh, Batman The Arkham Trilogy. The Arkham Trilogy. I'm not going to really focus too much on the on the first one, because... You did all three? Well, I've played all three. Oh, okay. Uh I didn't replay it. The first one was pretty good. It was basically uh, based off... I think it was based off the com- the comic book storyline, Arkham Asylum. Uh, no, wait. No, was it wasn't. But anyway, Paul Dini, the guy who um, wrote the animated series from the 90s. Oh, yeah. The good stuff. best Batman incarnation ever with the best Batman voice ever.
0: What's his Kevin name? Conrad.
1: Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Thank you. God, it's the, Batman. He, Batman and, and Mark Hamill as the Joker. They did. They got the best cast for the entire that entire series. But anyway, it was basically a return to a return for Baldini to start writing for uh, Batman again because he had done Justice League beforehand. Now he works with Marvel, but but that's beside the point. Uh, He wrote the story, which was basically about Joker's escape from Arkham Asylum and him turning uh, Arkham into like him taking over Arkham. I didn't really like it because they didn't have a lot of the Rogues Gallery in there. They the main villains were these things called the Titan uh, Titan Soldiers and like a couple of uh, big henchmen. They didn't really have too many Rogues Gallery. But when it came to Arkham City, the sequel, oh my god, so much better! Yeah, I let I lent you that game. It was just so much better because they brought in more of the Rogues. They had two Calendars fans, they, they had were... Cal- Cal- <laughs> calendar, calendar Man. <laughs> I just looked
0: at his bio. His name, bio. His name is
1: stupid, his, but he's like one of the few rogues gallery villains who's intellectually equal to Batman. Really? Really. He's okay. a genius. He's a genius. Why this guy again? Calendar Man.
2: Calendar Man.
1: He, he can never best Batman, nobody can best Batman, but uh, the only one who can best Batman is Joker, that's because he's unpredictable. Or do I, who goes strange? And I don't know about the comics. Uh, in the in the game, Hugo Strange is pretty um, outwitty. Oh, okay. He outwits Batman a few times. Uh, he actually figures out uh, Batman is Bruce Wayne through.
0: Yeah, that's what he's but he figures that ones. out
1: because of who he's working for, not because of his genius. Oh. So that's kind of a cheat. Paid attention. Kinda. That's a I superpower.
0: Mean, I pay attention. <laughs>
1: if you think about it, every time someone figures out Bruce Wayne is Batman, it's because they think, they think the obvious question: who has, who can afford to be Batman, and who has the most cause to be Batman? Green Arrow. It's
2: always in publicity too.
1: The always. billionaire whose parents died in front of him. Green Arrow. Duh. <laughs> Green Arrow's parents did not die in front of he him. He didn't. Oh. I just know he's rich. He, uh, from what I, the, the Green Arrow's gone through different arc- incarnations of of his origin, and I think the most popular is that he just crashed on an island and became Green Arrow or something. I don't know. No. Uh, it's a good game though, right? Very good game. It, it's one of those few games out there where story and gameplay fuse just perfectly, because it's open world. It's not as expansive as, like, a Skyrim or Dragon Age. It's basically one city area, one, like like, Old Gotham or something like that. And um, you do a lot in that game. Like, you could... It's like... It's a 100-hour game, right? Something like that. It's like uh, the story itself, the main plot line is like 20 hours of gameplay. And then you have 80 hours of uh, sub, sub plots and uh, side, side missions. Uh, one of the ones that I actually... Because I've actually played that game so many times that I um, found all the Riddler trophies... And some of those things are freaking hard to get. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. And I'm yeah, so wow. proud of my, and I'm so proud of myself for it. <laughs> I did it. I, did I haven't
2: it. played that game. you, but you know them? what? I, I remember seeing the a commercial for it.
1: Oh, there's so the many games. Yeah,
2: commercial for that the, on TV and yeah. I was like, That looks pretty good, for and, the Batman game.
1: Mm-hmm. And the third one in the series is um Arkham Origins. Which, the gameplay... I mean, a lot of people were were complaining about the gameplay because it didn't bring anything new to the table. All it did was um, rehash the same things from, the, from but Arkham yeah, City. Yeah,
0: it did not broke. Don't fix it.
1: But yeah, but a lot of people... I mean, they could have done the same thing with Arkham City from the Arkham uh, Asylum gameplay, but they stepped it up a notch. But that's because... Here's the reason why I think they didn't up it anything. It was because uh, the... Company that made Arkham Asylum and Arkham City Rock City did not do the third one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you're telling me that. It was WB Montreal and another company. And I just don't think they... They invested a lot more time in the story than they did the gameplay because the gameplay was a little clippy. Um, Didn't freeze, but you just... It was just... It didn't seem like they spent... It definitely seemed like they spent more time on the cutscenes and the story than they did the... gameplay and the story is pretty good the story is like i think cinema worthy of a like an actual story batman story you can see on the big screen it's just it it retells it's batman's first two years as batman he starts off being batman i think he's only been batman for two years he hasn't built his relations he's a loner he just wants to be vigilant and Beat the bad guys without working he's with anybody. To him,
0: punching him, you're wrong. Oh. Basically,
1: he's a he's a brutal Batman too. This is the Batman before he he was just you know he was always kind of brutal, but this was even more brutal. He still wouldn't kill people, but yeah, he, break your legs. He'd drop people off roofs, break bones, and it's just it's just about his developing relationships with a lot of the characters. It's he's it's his first introduction with the Joker, and let me just tell you. If this is really how crazy the Joker is. I can't wait to see more stories about him. But basically, the main thing is he's going after Black Mask, um, who is the he's cleaning. He's taking over the the city from the Falcones and the and the uh, what are they called? Drug dealers, pimps. No, the the, the, <laughs> the mobs. The mobs that rule uh, Carmine Falcone and Salvatore Moroni. the two main kingpins of
2: um, Roni Baloney. Yeah, because it's got Gotham.
1: Then now it's going to be the whole mask. And Black Mask in the game in the game uh, is shown to be an up and comer, and he actually takes out a uh, he actually takes out a big chunk of their of their business and becomes a pretty high up there. But then it's later revealed that uh, spoiler yeah, spoilers yeah spoilers. It's later revealed that Joker has been is have been pretending to be. Black Mask the entire time.
0: Well, that's clever. Oh, now no, that I is can't is play clever. the game. <laughs> Why can't you play the game? Because you just spoiled it. Whatever. No, was a gal, that was a good it. twist. It was. A cool. I gave away the, the, the twist of my game. Yeah, you did. Legend like of Zelda the like ending? No, I didn't. To get oh.
1: Well, I didn't game. give you. I didn't give away the twist of Arkham Asylum, Arkham oh, okay, City, at
0: least. But it was a good Yeah, they look. I enjoyed when I played it.
1: Yeah, but anyway, that's my game review.
0: So I give it.
1: I give. Arkham Asylum, 8 Batarangs out of 10. I give Arkham City 10 Batarangs out of 10. That is a damn
0: near perfect game. That's everyone else who's giving it, too.
1: Um, and I give Arkham Origins 8.5 Batarangs out of 10. Good. Good stuff.
0: Next, we got the comic comics, book review. The, the dying breed. Nah, comics are
1: going buy strong. Buy more comics. Buy more comics, Everybody, kids.
0: That's, that's
1: the thing. If these reviews don't help you buy comics... You just have no joy in your life. Get them online. Make I don't up have your house.
2: Comics, so I'm telling you to buy comics. I don't really have any comics. Give us your when address. I was, will make you when so. I was younger, I have some old X-Men comics, but packed away somewhere. There we
0: go. Old <laughs> and canny X-Men. But this month I'm reviewing which my favorite superhero is. Hulk. Uh, was it? Uh, number Green Man. Green Man. Hulk, number eight. Wait, this was a great comic book because it, it actually revealed some stuff that I've been pondering and I'm sure a lot of people were for months now because a couple months ago someone shot Bruce Banner in the back of the head yeah they shot someone figured out two spots if you shoot him in the back of the head he'll die and in this series I'm going to give a lot of spoilers for this series it came out two months ago so it should be fun that one of the person who shot his, him was one of his assistants because Bruce Banner is working with S.H.I.E.L.D. now. Because he doesn't want to just live his life and have a, a die and have a tombstone that says Hulk smash. So <laughs> he's actually talked to S.H.I.E.L.D. and says, I want to work for you under my terms. I will give you a world-changing um, experiment or device every month if you give me full supplies and don't try to like tur- take my blood or turn me into a weapon, and they agree. So he's got this full uh, facility. And sometime, uh, a couple months ago, someone assassinated him. And he had brain damage, and he, it was, he was gone. But um, Iron Man and Captain America used this experimental cure called extreme, extremis into his head.
1: Extremis hasn't that been around in Marvel for a long time.
0: Has it? Wasn't that just a plot line of
1: Iron Man three? Was it? It was. It was basically like a little pill. I, was it? Yeah, Iron Man three. The uh, Aldrich Killian, the guy who ends up pill being for the Mandarin. His brain. That's good. He he created this thing called Extremis. The thing with the Mad Man thing. No, the thing that made Extremis in in Iron Man three was the one that gave them their firepower. Literally, their firepower. You know where they can like heat yeah, they can up, heal instantly. And they can heal instantly. That was Extremis.
0: Well, I don't know if that's the same continuity. Yeah,
1: but in this one, strange. it was like a
0: little pill, and they put it in his head to heal his brain, and it worked. But it worked too well that the Hulk got smart, like really, really smart. And he started, a genius. yeah, he started calling himself Doctor Green, not calling himself Hulk, not calling himself Banner. And I Hulk has already always been kind of smart in the comic book. He's been. You he can talk. It matters what uh, Hulk. Uh, phase he's going through because there's Savage Hulk, there's Dumb Hulk, there's B Smash Hulk, but uh, this new thing is what was the up- Hulk and Planet Hulk. He was a uh, Planet Hulk. He was fully intelligent. He knew about everything and he could talk and stuff. He basically he was Hulk with Banner's brain, not Banner's brain, um, just Hulk's brain, but just to an intelligent level, not super intelligent. This is where he's super, super intelligent. Like a lot of people don't really understand. Bruce Banner is one of the smartest people in the world. But he's, uh, ex- he's super, um, His main career is in radiation, especially gamma radiation. But he's up there with Iron Man and Mr. Fantastic and such. But since uh, he's been calling himself Mr. Green, he's been going around forcingly curing other people he calls with gamma disease, like Rick Jones, who is A-bomb, his son Scar. And in this issue, he goes after his estranged wife, uh, Betty Ross, who is the Red She-Hulk. <laughs> so it starts with a couple of issues where he's digging up a body because he's looking for Sam, uh, Richard Sampson, who is another old um, gamma-radiated person who died a couple years ago. And he's trying to make sure he's not coming back because he's fully devout on curing everyone with gamma radiation, which he thinks is one of the worst things on the planet. And basically he finds out Oh, he knew, I guess, because he's super smart, that one of his assistants was the one who shot him in the back of the head.
2: He remembered it. Yeah.
0: He uh, realized it. Okay, like, well, he must have known, yeah. but he, he integra- integrates her? Yes. Inter- inter- Interrogates. Interrogates. Thank you. Interrogates. And he finds out that his ex-wife, Red She-Hulk, Betty Ross, was the one who put the hit on him, because she works for uh, a secret agent of uh, secret... Uh, Sector of S.H.I.E.L.D., that stops end-of-the-world problems before they happen through a machine. And Bruce Banner's name came up. So, twist. Yeah, twist. Spoilers, Will, now I can't read this. So, a couple of uh, issues ago, she cured Rick Jones. And it did something to him. Because after he cured him forcibly, they're all like, yeah, okay with it now. Even though they're fighting him tooth and to nail, trying not to get punctured with this needle so rick jones is talking to betty ross and saying like he's coming for you like he's different and he's calling himself doc green but he's curing us and i'm okay with it but i'm just let you know he's coming for you. and she's like over my dead body and then he um she realized that the hulk's missed on uh, dr green's outside and she changes they start fighting and he's not really fighting her back but he's kind of just taking hits then she says like you'll never depower me and she slowly starts to depower against her will. Because I guess uh, Rick Jones placed the antidote in her food. Which is way like out of character for everyone. Everyone's acting out of character after they get this cure. It's
2: like too late.
0: Yeah, too late. So she's fine with it for some reason. And she's talking to him and he's, she's asking, where's Bruce Banner? I want to talk to him. And Dr. Green's like, he's gone. Like, And she freaks out. that like, She realized that. When she shot him in the back of the head, and he came back, uh, he's gone. It's uh-huh. just yeah, gone, gone. So then she freaks out. She realized that she's the one who created a monster this time. So it's it's a good it's a good um, book. It was really good because I was wondering forever who shot Bruce Banner in the head. I thought it was Tony Stark, because during this whole. Um, when the Watcher died, you found out that Iron Man was partly responsible for the the bomb that turned Hulk, turned Bruce Banner into Hulk. I haven't read that series yet, so I don't know how much you're responsible, but it's a good series.
2: Are they gonna add her into the Avengers? Who? She Hulk. Red, Red She Hulk. Yeah.
0: Uh, she was actually part of the Defenders for a while. It's uh, like like the Avengers, but they're the Defenders. Mm. Yeah, Defenders are gonna be on Netflix. Yes, they are. That's gonna hey, be did awesome. Did you see the trailer for Daredevil? No, I said I, I saw this weird new kind of trailers that they're doing, where they're movable posters, where they're just like the backdrop backdrop of a city and stuff. They're like um, animated posters in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, he's depowering everyone, and he's gone after. Uh, he's going on next after, um, I guess, General Ross, who is a Hulk as well now. In case anyone didn't know, Red Hulk is General Ross. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Hulk's everywhere. He's depowering them. And later he found out that he's not really depowering them to... Well, he found out in episode... Uh, not episode. Number nine, that he's actually depowering them to hold them as hostage against Bruce Banner. Who... Hulk can't stay in Hulk form forever. He has to sleep. When he's relaxed, he turns the Banner. Banner tries to escape... But he pulls out a message like, if you try to escape or do anything, I set off these giant explosives I have underneath their houses because they can't protect themselves anymore. So basically, I think he's depowering all these people. They use them as hostages so Dr. Green can stay in control. Yeah. yeah. That sneaky yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah. But that's my review. Good, good comic. Can't really give a comic a review. Just go read it. Go read it out some Hulk. Buy them all. By Hulk might die next. No, oh, he's, <laughs> he's owned by Marvel. He's owned by Marvel. Hey, did you read a comic book, get? I don't have a comic book. No, I didn't read a
2: comic book.
1: How dare you? It's okay. <laughs> I didn't really read it, but I, I've read this before, so that's why I'm, I'm doing it. Like I said, it's Batman theme. I did mine on uh, the Batman uh, graphic novel, Dark Victory.
2: Must be why you have a Batman shirt
1: on, huh? Yeah, I didn't even think about that until I was driving over here. I'm like, wait, I'm wearing a Batman shirt. I'm doing Batman Arkham, the Arkham Trilogy, and Batman Dark Victory as my reviews today. Go Batman. Go Batman. Go Hulk. Anyway, Batman Dark Victory is a uh, direct sequel to The Long Halloween, which is a retelling of the uh, Two-Face origin story. A really good graphic novel, too. I should review that. I'll review that one next time, maybe. But... Anyway, this one is a retelling of the Robin origin story, and it um, Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. This is this is Dick Grayson. Uh, Robin, not uh, Jason Todd
0: or uh, Tim Drake or Damian Wayne. And they're they're gonna have the uh, the girl Robin um, in the movie.
1: Supposedly, supposedly, that rumor still rumor. It's yes, not this? official. Okay. Jenna okay. was rumored to be. She looked just Carrie like Kelly. her. Carrie
0: Kelly. She Carrie looks Kelly. She just like her.
1: But I highly doubt it because I don't think this uni- this that, the cinematic version is going to have Robin.
0: Don't care. Anyway. Bring I want her bare-legged, me. too. Bare-legged Robin.
1: I want Jenna Malone bare-legged, too, but for different reasons. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, Batman Dark Victory is the retelling of Robin's origin story. And it's really good because it's mixed with a... I mean, it's kind of a rehash of the long Halloween villain where it, it's a guy who kills uh, people on... Major holidays
0: like starts? Man? Huh? Like Calendar Man.
1: Well yeah, that they think it's Calendar Man. He he actually talks to Calendar Man. He interviews Calendar Man in the first one and this one too. And the who ends up being the holiday killer. That's what they call him. Holiday. They call him holiday. This one is doing the same thing, but she's killing uh cops. She's killing cops. Or he he damn I just spoiled it. <laughs> it's a girl. I'm not gonna tell you who though. You'll probably figure it out now that I said it's a girl. Uh, She's killing cops, right? And uh, she kills them on holidays. They start on Halloween, and every major holiday after that, she kills them. I like Uh, the art. The art is really good. The art is by uh, Tim Sale, and Jeff Love is the one who wrote it.
2: He's selling
1: me on it, Tim Sale. Uh,
0: I want to read the Batman comic for a while. Is this a good
1: one? Yeah, I'll I'll still leave it here. You can read it. Uh, Anyway... um, What I really like about this is the dynamic between Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson, where it would make sense, if they were to use this for a movie version, it would make sense in why he uh, would allow a 12-year-old boy to become, to fight side-by-side with him. Because
0: he's insane.
1: Because he's insane. Well, the parallels between Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne have always been apparent, uh, when they... Decided to make Tim Gra- uh, Dick Grayson a orf- an orphan. Uh, Cause
0: Bruce who Wayne's cares, always, right? huh? Because who cares? He's an orphan.
1: Yeah. Well, Bruce Wayne's always felt, you know, a connection with him because Bruce Wayne's an orphan too. Only he had million-dollar trust fund plus Alfred to raise him. Dick Grayson has nobody, so he brought him in, and he was, and basically, um, in the story. How Dick Grayson's parents die is that they're working for a circus that is a front for, who is it, Carmen Falcone or Sal Moroni? I can't remember which one, one of them. It's a front for them, right? And, um, or no, I don't even think it's them. It's a gangster, basically. It's gangster is a, it's a front for a gangster. And they're the biggest attraction for their side money. And, uh they want to leave because they kind of realize that this is just a front for illegal activity. So uh one night during a performance, they he uh the gangster who runs the circus rigs the the trapeze to fail and Dick Grayson watches his family his parents and I think his brother die in front of him. And ever since then he's had a quest for vengeance and he finds out that bruce wayne's batman and he starts uh following him and one day he batman somehow gets overpowered by somebody and dick grayson saves him and ever since then he kind of has a uh, batman just appeases him i guess and he decides it's just, it's basically what i say is if Batman, is, he says, is if Dick Grayson's going to do it, he might as well do it right. Because he would rather him learn to protect himself and fight side by side with Batman than go out there on his own, untrained, unprotected, and die.
0: Yeah, get some training on him.
1: Yeah, and that's why I think it would work in a movie. Because the, the main argument is, in this cinematic universe where it's based on Real world, a grown ass man will not bring a child to fight side by side. Well, they did that,
0: like with Hit Girl, and
1: it turned out perfect. Yeah, and I don't get how people don't understand how it would work with Robin. I mean, they tried aging him up; it did not work in Batman Forever. Unless
2: he was a large twelve-year-old.
1: I say do it, doing at him (laughs) sixteen. Yeah, sixteen, going around and stuff, having fun, kicking ass. He's uh, had a lifelong uh, training as a, as a gymnast.
2: He's not killing anyone. He's not killing just anybody. He's beating him.
1: If you have him at 16, yeah, it makes sense. It, it makes more sense. I mean, the fanboys want him to be 12, apparently, and wearing green tights. Sickos. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, I think it would make more sense if they were to have him as a 16-year-old who becomes adopted by this billionaire, finds out he's... A superhero goes and follows him, and then the superhero decides, you know what? You're almost a grown man. I started training when I was your age. I'll start training you, because you're not going to stop and look at the path I'm
0: on. Yeah, well, you didn't even really need him that long in the movies. You just tell him, like, have him next to Batman during something, and then he's like... Well,
1: if they're going to do it, I think they should flesh out the dynamic between Batman and Robin, maybe- which is...
2: If they want to get him at 12, mm-hmm. they can just be like, oh, okay, and then not train him until he's a little older. Or to fight st- with Batman him.
1: can send him off to where he was training for years, and he can come back at 20 years old, fully fully trained and everything, and then he can be on control. Yeah, exactly. At, a, at 20 years old. I mean, that's yeah. eight years of training. Batman spent 10 years or 15 years training. I think actually 20 years. I don't remember. But uh, it, it could work in the movies. They just have to flesh it out in a way... Where you don't think Batman would sacrifice a child in the line of duty, but it's a very good comic. Uh, dark get, victory, right? Dark victory. Get uh, Long Halloween as well. Read Long Halloween first, obviously, since it's the first of the of the sequel. But I just really enjoy the dynamic between and the parallels that they do between uh, Batman and Robin and Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson. And to be honest, they don't really show too much of the Robin part of it. It's yeah, just been... I was
0: glancing through it; I didn't see any really Robin. Robin doesn't women. really get
1: there until the end, but it's just—it's mostly about the dynamic between Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne, which is why I liked it so much. Is because it's not just like, oh, he slaps a cape on him and that's it, and he's Robin. Go push him out the door. Basically, it's—it's just—it's all about. I mean, there's a lot of Bruce Wayne and Robin in the in the book, and that's the best part of the book, I think. Is this the da 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 da? The dynamic between yeah, Bruce Wayne and uh, Dick Grayson. So that was my comic book review.
0: Good. Uh, is that it? That's it. Do uh, you guys have anything really to say? Because I got a few things to say. Uh, say I what I, well, I got. To, <laughs> well, I have to say. Well, the first thing about the what was it Jurassic World's. I have a thing that I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. That I think I told you guys before. That the uh, rex Yes, is gonna fight he's unstoppable no one can stop him but then suddenly the t-rex from the first one not even the that genetic first one but a t-rex and come in and fight and reclaim his throne as king of the dinosaurs just some crazy fight engine just i don't know, pick him up or cut him in half or something there's gonna be something awesome i think that's gonna happen
1: what are you guys' theories on what the t-rex is or the d-rex is mutated with uh Spliced with, uh, spliced with a Velociraptor
2: that they thought that they could possibly train.
1: Well, it sounds like but, what I was reading is like it sounds like his claws are going to be venomous too. So what uh, could that be? they're
0: going to probably I'm just some even ones sure. we can't pronounce.
1: Maybe kind
2: of weird names.
1: <laughs> maybe instead of like we're just assuming that they're going to splice it with dinosaur DNA with dinosaur DNA. What if they just splice it with modern animal DNA? It's
0: irresponsible. It's d- yeah, it <laughs> irresponsible.
1: Good. Chris Pratt says it best. Like, so you uh, you decided to create a whole new dinosaur?
0: Doesn't sound like a very good idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, I say those cute little raptors. Dead. All of them dead. Maybe obviously, one survives. Obviously, they're going to die. Chris Pratt's dinosaurs die.
1: I hope they make them like dogs so that way when they
0: die. Yeah, just so be you so sad. Fit, know they have a heart. Then all the girls can cry when they die. The
2: deep wrecks probably.
0: Oh, it just picks him them up like. Just Ugh. The D-rex Yeah, can,
2: I heard can run on his back legs and all four legs.
0: As Always well. like fast. He the can T-rex? run fast.
2: Yeah, he he has long enough front arms where he can run on all fours.
0: That's gonna be scary looking coming at you. Yeah. Three <laughs> D <3D>, is three <laughs> D? humans
1: gonna
0: uh, survive this thing? That's uh, what the, I want to know. I
2: mean, the T Rex doesn't have arms like yeah. that. His obviously. growl sounded good, but so I think something with that aquatic. Uh, dinosaur is going oh, to have to, to like... play mm. with maybe destroying the Indominus D-Rex uh, of mm. how it gets killed at the end, I think, possibly. Maybe. They're going to try to escape, and the thing follows them, and then it gets eaten, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, and did, my... that'd be
0: cool. <laughs>
1: and, okay, and I want to know something from you guys. Uh, with the characters, with the new uh, X-Men cast, uh, do you think with the fact that Apocalypse is going to be there, do you think they're going to have the Apocalypse being from going out into space, merging with Celestian technology. Oh, wait, no, they can't because Celestials are in Marvel. Yeah. And Marvel and just Fox. Just alien are,
0: technology. I don't, alien I, think, tech,
1: I don't know if they're going to even do alien. I don't think they're going to do
0: that at all. He's, he's just, just gonna gonna be super powerful.
1: And do you think they're going to do a proper version for the future down the line? A proper version of Phoenix? No. Maybe not the fact that she's an alien uh, did Phoenix. spirit, but... Do you think, that, but they could, this is a whole new fresh start for them.
0: Yeah, but they have so many other ideas they can do with X-Men stories for
1: I'm just talking years. about redemption, you know, like, they could want to redeem it for the few
0: hardcore fans that care. It's fun to see it done right, but they're still yeah. going to complain. That's true. They did, um, they do a lot right in Marvel and they still complain. That's true. I can't believe people don't like, uh, Spider-Man, last one. It was okay, but close to comic, but.
2: Close to the comic, but I, I wasn't just, that happy with
0: it. It was, it was. It's not the fact that
1: it's strays from the comic books; it's the fact that it just didn't have an identity. It was trying too hard to be three different types of movies. It was trying too hard to be the grounded, serious movie. It was trying too hard to be the comic booky, like fun movie. And it was trying too hard to have a romance story, which actually yeah. was the part that they did right—the romance I'm side. stalking of it. her,
0: that's romantic. <laughs> well, he's Spider Man. He's always been kind of stocky. It's true. Also, Mary Jane. Anyway. I'm gonna say it. I haven't heard anywhere else. Mike says he has, but I'm gonna say it first. Luke Skywalker dies in this Star Wars. It's practically predestined. He's going to die.
1: Yes. And, the theories are that it's either going to be Han that dies because Harrison Ford always felt that Han should have died in
0: Return. Good. Dead too. All and, of them.
1: But the also. There's actually one plausible theory that the story behind The Force Awakens is going to be that Luke, um, after he has his children or whatever, even if he has children, uh, he basically becomes the most powerful Jedi in the universe. Yeah, he, he's, he is. And he feels that he's just too powerful and that he, if he ever goes to the dark side, he'll destroy the entire universe. So he's solid. he uh, puts himself in solitude, much like Yoda did, and... The Force awak- Awakens is just like, one theory, uh, it's got Christian Harloff, big Star Wars fan. Big, big Star Wars fan. He has this running theory, and I believe him, that the, one, the Empire didn't die, and two, there's a few apprentices out there that decided to round up anyone who is one with the Force and create a Sith army, and, he, and they're, they're going to use Sith relics as
0: their source of power.
1: Okay, that'll That work. you're going to see Armies of Sith versus Armies of Jedi,
0: which would be awesome. Which goes into something I was... That's thinking. not in the first one, is it? That has no. to be way down the road. Like No, no, third. no. It's going to be in the first one. Really? He thinks
1: it's going to be in the I first one. I thought it was one. just
0: a lone Sith who has an no. apprentice and so on. Because the,
1: the, the casting rumors that have been coming out uh, make it seem like there's going to be more than one Sith.
0: Oh, yeah. There's going to be. There's always two.
1: Uh, of Tarth is going to be in this one. Oh. Gwendolyn
0: Christie. Who? Brienne of Tarth, oh, from Game of Thrones. Big, a- woman. Okay. <laughs> the big woman. Androgynous. There's the big So many people in Game of Thrones that I can't keep up. Okay, I like her.
1: Yeah, she's and a lot of people think she's gonna be a Sith. I hope she's good. gonna be a Sith because she's
0: too good in Game of
1: Thrones. She, she should have been, to be uh, a Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's too big to be Wonder Woman. I don't, she, tall. Amazon, I have tall, Amazon, but Amazonians are not that freaking tall. Well, she and needs for, to
2: have a black wig on too. Long.
1: Know, kind of well, anyway,
0: be good as a Sith, Sith. Anyway, a, yes, yeah. she will be good as a Sith. Be an Amazonian. Yeah,
1: she, did me. she is. And I think it is. Gonna, there is going to be Sith army because of that little rumor I heard. Of, or not rumor. It's actually fact. The cast of the Raid, uh, the, a Taiwanese martial arts uh, franchise, are they are also the cast. The cast also choreographs the the fight scenes in the movie, and some of the best fighting I've seen in any type of action movie in a long time. You guys don't even look it up. I don't know if you have. But they're gonna be involved in the choreography for Star Wars Episode uh, Seven, and that kind of leads to the belief that there is gonna be a Sith army. That's good. Good going I... up against the the Jedi. It's just gonna.
0: It's just gonna remind me that uh, in the first one though. That's so weird. It's gonna be just bam in your face. Well, it's that's happening called
1: already. The Force Awakens. So that's why. Yeah,
0: because um, I thought that's because the name is like that because. Luke Skywalker is rebuilding the Jedi's. He's mm-hmm. all over that the Force has well, been awakened. In the
1: trailer, I mean, he, they said it perfectly. There has been a, an awakening. Have you felt it? The dark side and uh, the light. Yeah, like,
0: they're coming back. The Jedi's and Sith are coming back.
1: And, and also, Darth Plagueis the Wise might be coming back too. The who? Darth Plagueis from the third one, where he's talking about the 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 Sith who learned how to conquer
0: death. Oh, he's just out in the space and stuff. I think he's immortal. Darth Revan comes back. That'd be awesome.
1: There's actually rumors about Darth Revan. I heard about him. Because of the mask. Ah, man. There's a scene, there's a little still from the production that shows a character with a very similar mask to Darth Revan.
0: Just have him like Boba Fett and 2, just standing there with his arm crossed, just like in the background, like, yeah. That'd be awesome. Just nothing. Uh,
1: A lot of people want Darth Bane, too, from the expanded universe. I don't really know who Darth Bane is. Bring him along, too. That's fine. I want just I want old Republic.
0: Star Killer. I
1: want an old Republic damn movie or an old Republic TV show.
0: On HBO. Anyone wanna watch Rebels yet? I
1: haven't watched Rebels.
2: Rebels,
0: no. Alright. Alright, well. Anything else? I don't have anything
1: else to say. Do you have anything else to say?
2: Uh not really,
1: no. Alright, well this concludes episode three of the trilogy. Uh, come back to us next month for episode four, which we will have a catchy title for it
0: by then. Uh, follow us on Facebook at Nerdy Geeky Freaky Podcast. Yeah, Nerdy Geeky Freaky Podcast. Yeah. Join, subscribe, tell your friends, plenty of things. Post stuff you want to talk about on the show. Tell Post random readers like we did the other day.
2: Follow us on Instagram
1: Nerdy, Geeky Freaky. Nerdy Geeky Freaky and follow us on Twitter, which I'm going to change it. But right now it's Nerdy Geeky Freak. I'm going to change it to and. GF podcast. Once I figure out the damn password. Uh other than that We got the Facebook, we got We Twitter. got the Facebook, we got the Twitter, we got the Instagram. All we need is the Tumblr. All we need is the LinkedIn. And all we need is the world.
0: Yeah. Burn it all.
1: Burn it all. Some men just want to watch the world burn. But thank you for listening to us this month. I am William. Clocked in an hour and 20 minutes, so you're welcome,
0: everybody. And I am Mike.
2: And I am Danica.
0: And see you later. Bye-bye.